just jump in your car and drive up here and just have lunch with me and then turn around and drive back to San Diego, go see what's going on in the IE, drive up to Santa Barbara. You should just make this your deal. No, listen, by the time <laughs> tonight ends, I'll be in San Francisco. <laughs> going out to San Francisco. Great cafe I want to hit up before the night ends, and then I'll swing back down to L.A. Look at the zoom. Like, is that the Golden Gate Bridge over here? So like, how did you get up there? You're like Matt Lauer when he was traveling the world. You're just going to pop up in a I, new place every day. I have, I have a lot of questions for you, Trav. We'll get all into right. Rondo in a second and Dodgers, all, right. all that stuff. Okay. What do you got for me? Here's my question. What happens to people when they're at an airport or in an airplane? Why do the same rules of just decency in life change once you're on an airplane or inside an airport. Am I the only one observing this, or is this something that you're well aware of as well? No, I, I'm aware of it because it's happening places other than just an airplane. That in general, people are not following the rules. Okay, but it's worse on an airplane. I agree. Okay, let me explain. Yesterday, look, there's a lot you're thinking about when you're about to get on a 13-hour flight. You kind of got to look out for yourself here. You got to make sure things are set up properly. This isn't a I'm going to Vegas or I'm going to Flagstaff and, you know, I'll be on a, uh, on a bird for an hour. Just, just okay? for the record, no one's ever traveled to Flagstaff ever, but go ahead. I like I, like I went Vegas and Flagstaff. <laughs> those are the two options. Those are the two places that just compete every single flight. It's either Honey, you're going to Vegas or you're going to Flagstaff. You want to go to the Aria in Vegas for a few days or are you just thinking Flagstaff? Your your mind. Your flagstaff too. <laughs> yep. Okay. Okay. Your flagstaff too. Flagstaff even have an airport? I don't anyway. Probably yeah. not. Probably not. Okay. So yesterday, again on this thirteen-hour flight, and I told you about. Um, actually, the seats were good where I was sitting. I was I was just in front of, in front of. It's like where the news. There's like three different sections. You got the business class and then everybody else, right? And yeah. by the way, business class. Do you really have to have curtains to separate yourself from everybody else? Like, if I'm we understand. For business class, yes. If we I'm understand. Custom, if I'm a coach customer, no. <laughs> we understand that you're in business class. It doesn't mean you have to put the blinds down, Look. close the window, put a door in between everybody. It's fine. Look, okay? but hold on. I like excluding people from things. I, I think it's one of the great moments in life when you get one of those seats and you get to walk by and be like, suckers. <laughs> I, I, it's one of my favorite okay, come, moments to be a bad to guy. Come to think of it, if I was sitting in business class, I would I probably say, listen, if another one of those economy SOBs comes to my area, I swear. <laughs> okay, let's get the business class. Okay, that's all the side. There was... There was a couple to my left and their daughter, okay? okay. And it was just a, such a confusing thing. Their daughter was sitting in my row, all right? So okay. it was myself, my girlfriend's in the middle, and their daughter. And, by the way, she had a crate of kittens. Did Wait. you hear what I just said? Did you hear what I just said? Okay? <laughs> That's like baby cats, kittens? Or, yes. like, is yes. that a euphemism for something that I don't no. understand? <laughs> she had, like, four kittens or something in this in little crate. In the airplane. In the airplane, right next to So... I'm sitting, my girlfriend's sitting, next to my girlfriend's feet to the right are four kittens, okay? We're about to go from Istanbul back to the States. What does that mean? I don't even know what that means, okay? So her father to, to my left is, first of all, he's very annoying. His pitch to get me to switch seats with her was incredibly annoying, okay? Just one of those like... We hear it. It was a hard sale, and granted... 
I was just coming from, you know, the Grand Bazaar in Turkey. Let's just say people are trying to sell you everything out there, okay? <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. If you just ask like a normal person, it's fine. But I don't need a whole like, uh, you know, uh, he's saying thank you before I even agreed. I don't need a thank you before. <laughs> we haven't even had the conversation yet. Don't say thank you to me until I agree with you that I'm giving up the seat. Don't give me a thank you like you're going to do it whether you like it or not. I don't need one of those. Okay. <laughs> All right. So by the time I tell him, yes, that's fine, she can switch with me and her cats can come over, you know, on the other side, okay? The uh, flight attendant comes, the flight attendant comes and says that where we're sitting, she can't have the cats there. So, like, they can't sit you there. You mean, like, every seat on the airplane, she shouldn't have the cats there? But go ahead. It's, it's near an exit aisle, so, like, she can't she can't have anything there. So, what are you going to do? You're not going to put the cats next to my luggage, okay? You're not. <laughs> they're not going up there, okay? So, he doesn't know that that's the deal. So, he's kind of upset at me, thinking I'm not switching seats because of that. I'm like, bro, the flight attendant won't let your cats, who you guys decided to bring from Istanbul to the States... That's not going to come. That has to be against the rules. They're not allowed to bring a pair from Phoenix to Los Angeles, but you can take cats from Turkey to L.A.? Doesn't sound right. I don't know the rules, bro. I don't know the rules. I didn't have, like, a rule book that I could reference. Like, I wasn't going to a flight attendant and saying, hey, I want the booklet. I want the guideline booklet that's sitting over by the pilot. You you do have a rule book. It's called the rule book of being a decent human being. (laughs) It's called the rule book of being a person that's living on Earth and trying to get along with with other people. Okay. That's the damn rule book. Okay. And the rule book very clearly states you're not allowed to bring four damn cats onto an airplane. The cat I'm pretty sure that's rule number one. Even, even with the cat, the issue with the cat, put that to the side. <laughs> this guy is now, now he's bringing a flight attendant and saying, you know what? We paid for these seats. She should be able to have the cat sitting there. I'm like, are we doing this? Like, what the hell is going on? I'm about to, we're about to get on for 13 hours. This is the conversation we're having. We're not talking about what's going to be served for breakfast and for lunch. And That's the conversation the we're supposed to be breakfast. having there. Okay. And then this guy is mouthing off to this person. And then there's a guy sitting to his left. He's asking to switch for his dog. Like, all this is going on. We haven't even left yet. <laughs> what's wrong with people? Maybe you should have gone to Flagstaff. <laughs> I think the takeaway is that next time you stay up, I do some. I do, I'm not a. I'm not a dirty looks guy. Like I'm not like a. You know what are we nine? You know I'm not in high school, and <laughs> there's no dirty looks being thrown. Around. I must have looked at this dude and gave him a couple glares that I've never really given, and I was kind of proud of myself here. I'm that, like, okay, you know is- what? This guy deserves just a nasty glare, and I gave it to him a couple times. You know what his response was? Yeah, he didn't care. He was trying he to. The cat situation. Like he wasn't even thinking about me. He should have offered you a cat to make nice. Hey, look, I know this is a little awkward for everybody, but how about a cat? How about I just, you want cat? Here, I got four. You want one? Take a cat. Hey, babe, your, brec- <laughs> your breakfast, my breakfast was just bartered, but we did get a kitten. We did get a kitten. Unbelievable. That's yeah. That's making me book a trip to uh, Phoenix. <laughs> I'm not going to Cat Alley in um, is to what, tell me the airline. I need to know that off off air. Of course, I need to know how that works. But that sounds terrible, quite frankly. Travis yeah. Lee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear Holly. Speaking of dirty looks, Al, 
Yeah. Maybe the king of dirty looks, Rajon Rondo, looks like he's headed back to L.A. Uh, I love it. I know that the Lakers are already a million years old with old guys, but if we're going to go in a little bit, let's go in all the way and add another old guy who understands what it means to win some titles. What's, uh, what's the risk in this? Is there any risk in this? Uh, not that I can see. Rondo, right, and it's not um, – I think he cleared waivers – or he's probably going to clear waivers today. So this could happen yeah. in the next couple of days. Yeah. Fill in one of those roster spots for the Lakers. Woes reported it. Um, you know, Trav, yes, last year, if there were two names I heard the Lakers, Laker fans always bringing up, it was Rondo and Dwight Howard. All right? So, Dwight, you obviously already got. I'm going to go back to a point that I make. I made with the Lakers um, during this entire free agency. They went out and addressed – players that, yes, they're older, but they're not going to be asked to play 30 minutes a, a night. So right. it's not that big of a deal. So Rondo, for me, coming to the Lakers, even if Rondo is sitting on the pine for most of these games, he can have some good moments in the playoffs, and the guy's not looking to take you know minutes away from Russell Westbrook or Kendrick Nunn or any of these other guys. I don't really see how this is a negative thing in any sense. And if and like you mentioned, there's going to be people that make jokes and say, look at the Lakers. They're going out and getting more older players. They're not relying on these older players. They are relying on LeBron, of course. But I, I think Rondo would be a great mix uh, within the Lakers uh, on top of what they already have. So here, here, here's another thing that you missed along the way, Slee. Here's another thing that Sliwa missed. Jared Dudley is now a member of the Dallas Mavericks coaching staff. Mm-hmm. Okay, he he's gone. He's in he's in Dallas now, and by all accounts, he wanted to stay. You know, he he's the the reporting was saying, and his, he was quoted as saying, "Look, I wanted to stay. I was willing to, to do whatever it took to stay. They decided that that wasn't in the cards, and so I decided to go become a coach in Dallas." I feel like Rondo is going to kind of take that role, hopefully, because as the stories go, as the reporting goes, Jared Dudley was kind of the guy that was the conduit between all the players on the team, between the younger guys, the older guys, the megastars and LeBron and AD to the other guys to just kind of keep everybody together at certain points. You need a guy that's, you know, I I don't love this expression, but it's a pretty good one, the glue guy, right? You need the guy that makes sure everybody else communicates between the coaches and the players, the players and the players, the, the guy that gets along with everybody and can kind of say, to especially a player like LeBron or AD, dude, you're not you're not doing what we need you to do. We need you to do this instead of that, and they'll listen because if that comes from somebody that doesn't have some stripes, it goes in one ear out the other, or worse, it, it aggravates the situation. Rondo can be that guy. He he might not be the jovial personality that Jared Dudley is, but he's the guy that's been around the block a thousand times. He's the guy that can say to LeBron, "Hey, you didn't do this right," or AD, "You need to do more of that," and they'll actually listen to it. I think it's a really good addition. Add this to that list or Westbrook. Right, tell Westbrook, look him right in the eyes and say, hey, listen, um, this is not in the best interest of the team. What are you doing? I I think actually the Westbrook piece of this might be a fantastic – this might benefit the Lakers too to have a guy like Rajon Rondo around Westbrook. You know, Russell has been – everywhere that he's been, and I can't think off the top of my head, you know, every vet that he's played with – but obviously, Russell's got his own personality. He's going to do his uh, things his way, and that's what makes him so successful. That's why he was at one point an MVP. That's why three of the last four years, he's averaged a triple-double. He kind of does things his way. Rondo could um, – I think he could be a benefit to Westbrook. And I, I thought when, when the Lakers did their exit meetings, Dudley, during his – one of the things that he brought up, the difference between last season and this past year that the Lakers just had, mm-hmm. he said IQ. He said that – the IQ he thought was higher a year ago when the Lakers won that championship and even mentioned Rondo's name. 
Now, Vogel didn't agree with that, um, but, you know, I, I get it. I understand it. He, th- he thought he had what the Lakers needed. They were just injured. But I only point that out because Rondo coming back to this team, when, when I genuinely say even if the guy doesn't get a lot of playing time, he'll be able to help the Lakers. So I, I, I do think that it was if it comes down, if it happens, if it's another roster spot, I think the Lakers have three roster spots left. I mean, you look up and down that lineup. The experience is there. Talent is there. And now just another veteran. So let me ask you this. The idea, remember last year, I said, hey, we miss Rondo. I thought you had an airport question. I thought you had <laughs> well, another. We'll get to more of those coming up in a minute. Yeah. We miss Rondo. We miss Rondo's leader. <clears throat> hey, we miss Dwight. Hey, you know, we really miss yeah. Dwight. Well, well, they're both back. Okay. Is that a, a, a new plan? Is that like a, a solution to the problem? Or is this just, hey, we did it and it worked. We changed it up. It didn't. Let's go back to the old thing. Obviously, the Westbrook piece is very different, and he brings a totally different dynamic to the team. But is this I, – I, here's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. Is this a good idea to fix, or is this just going back to an old idea? I feel like it's a new plan. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like – I don't think it's connected to – I'm sure, yes, there are some connections to that championship they won. But, Trav, the roster is completely different. You know, so I, I feel they just – there was an opportunity to get Dwight back. It filled a hole that they had, so they went and got him. I think the Rondo piece is completely different because Rondo was needed more two years ago than I think he's going to be needed this upcoming season. Rondo's you think he's coming into play at all, or is he coming in to be a stabilizing effect with the guys? I think if, if and when it makes sense, um, there's going to be times where he gets some decent PT, but... I think it's you know it was critical he played in a lot of minutes two years ago. I don't think it's going to be critical that he plays in a lot of minutes this year. Dwight might be more of the role that he had two years ago, and I think that's more of a critical piece. But would you be surprised if Rondo, you go three, four, five games, you don't see him play a game? I wouldn't be surprised. No, that's not. I don't think that'd right. be a shock. No, I, I think that a handful of guys could fall into that role too, where they maybe don't play for a day or two, and then all of a mm-hmm. sudden you're asking them to play some decent minutes along the way. ESPN Radio. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. At any point during your trip, Al, did you have that, you know, man, I'd like to go back? Because for me, after about four or five days of vacation, I'm like, I need to get back. I need to get back. I need to get back. The world's going to end if I don't get back. Did you ever have that? Yeah, I was ready. I was ready to come back. I mean, there were such unique things that I did, and they were so different from anything I'm accustomed to. You know, when you travel, you're in such a different part of the world that everything is fascinating. Everything is fascinating, right? Because it's so different. It's not something that you're accustomed to. Mm -hmm. And But, you know, you reach a point, too. It's like the hustle of of every single day of, like, you know, you're – you're out the entire day. You're not trying to kind of kick back because you feel like you're wasting time if you do that. And you're trying to take, this might be the only time I ever go to those two specific countries. So you want to kind of take in as much as you can. And there's not too many days. When's the last time you flew into LAX? The incredible chaos of LAX. And you're like, ah, 
Good to be here. I had one of those. Like, you know, I can't find an Uber. I can't find a taxi. There's a shuttle that's supposed to take me to this service. There's people everywhere. Luggage isn't coming out. And I'm like, oh, this is great. That's That gives you an example. You, you should have split the car service with the guy with the cats. Hey, uh, they're a cat guy. What do you say you and me jump in an airport van and share it back to our hotels? I, think I didn't even that. know that the kittens were there until... Until until the the flight attendant came in and was like, "Hey, you can't have these kittens here." And I'm like, "What do you say? What do you mean you can't have?" And I look by her feet. There's four kittens in a crate. Oh my goodness! All right, it's time for our stat hero, weekend hero. Uh, typically, Al, we're going to talk about our fantasy football stuff here, our winners yep. and losers. I plan on beating you quite a bit, so I'm looking forward to that. But uh, not a ton of football this weekend. Stat hero, the exclusive daily fantasy partner app, our app partner of Travis and Slee. So. Here it is. This is the weekend hero. Mm-hmm. Shohei Otani stole a base after nearly getting his hand snapped off with a with a hit by pitch. Okay, he he gets hit by a pitch. It looks actually it was strike three. Swung the bat, but stays in the game. Ends up stealing a base. He has forty one home runs and yep. twenty steals. Just to kind of put this in perspective, if you're not a mm-hmm. baseball person and the numbers don't really resonate with you, the Angels have been a Major League Baseball organization for over sixty years. Okay. He's the first guy ever to do it. So Mike Trout has never done it. Okay, they've had a lot of good players come through there. He's the first guy ever to do it. So you're thinking maybe it's an angel thing. Wrong. Curtis Granderson was the last guy in the American League to do it. That happened back in 2011. And the only other American League players to hit 40 home runs and steal 20 bases prior to the start of September, you know who those two guys were, Al? Tell me if you've heard these names. Alex Rodriguez and Ken Griffey Jr., Okay, we're talking about some incredibly rarefied air, and Shohei Otani has now joined them. Hmm. And, oh, by the way, he's the no, best don't even go. on the team. No, don't do that. That's the <laughs> thing. Is, don't do that. Everything you just said, that should be enough for your damn resume. Yeah. And we're not even explaining. I almost, there are times like, I don't even want to talk about that because it's, <laughs> It but doesn't comprehend. Like, it, you don't understand it. Like, everything you just set up right there is an unbelievable season for 99% of you know the hitters in baseball to have that type of accomplishment. That's what, how unique it is. Never been done in Angels history. It's so unique to have that st- you have that much power and you steal base like it's it's such an incredible stat that you you know you put out there. It, and then we got to talk about that the guy's a pitcher too that he's well, got a 3 <laughs> Do you know how I mean, a 3 ERA? Stop. He did something that only Alex Rodriguez and Ken Griffey Jr. have done. I don't care how little yeah. you know about baseball. Yeah. You know those guys. Yeah. I mean, th- those are those are two of the greatest offensive players Absolutely. in the history of this sport. Absolutely. Shohei Otani just joined them. And he also was doing things that guys like Pedro Martinez and Randy Johnson do on the mound. I can't. That's the part I can't. It doesn't sink in. It's just bananas, and it was great to see him do it. Absolutely great to see him do it. Stat Hero, the exclusive Daily Fantasy app partner of Travis and Slee, and Stat Hero is the first ever Daily Fantasy sportsbook that gives the player the advantage. Go to stathero.com slash 710ESPN for 300% back on your first play. I had a couple of plays this weekend out, and I won. I did. It's kind of interesting. You go into the app, and you can do baseball. There's really all the sports that are available. You can find a, a game that you want to play. I did a couple of baseball games, and it's just two on two. I picked two players. 
you go up against the mm. two-player lineup that they have. There's three-on-three. Three, there's four-on-four. Four. It's really cool. So uh, I tell everybody, go check out Stat Hero. Go get the app on your phone and get to work and 300% back. And you turned, your, you turned your back on uh, the Dodgers because you, you picked a rock. A <laughs> little bit. I did, and it, he won the game for me. Charlie Blackman got me seven points yesterday. But that's Just why. It's good that's choice why res- by me. That's why I respect your game because mm-hmm. you don't separate. You know, you kind of put – at the end of the day, you're – Letting Dodger Nation know, listen, I'm trying to run a business here. I'm a competitive person. I like to win. You're trying to run a business. And if you're a business, you did. And they didn't come through, and you probably won't pick them again because you have. Chris Taylor, how many times have I said, you know who's been incredibly important for the Dodgers this year? Chris Taylor. That's who. Yeah, a little bit less. A little bit less. Kind of left me hanging on Stat Hero yesterday. But what are you going to do? Here's the problem. One of the Dodgers or the Giants, one of those two teams is going to be a National League wild card game. Right, it's it's a lock. Not quite a mathematical lock, but it's as close as you can get. Assuming, and it's a big assumption, but assuming Al that the Dodgers or Giants win the one game wild card against the Reds or the Padres and go into the divisional round in the National League, they're going to take on the other guy, whoever that is. The Dodgers and Giants, if whoever is in the wild card wins the wild card game. They're going to play against each other. You're going to have two teams with 100-plus wins playing each other in the divisional round. That sounds like a really bad idea. All right, so I know we can look at this from, and we're going to look at it from a Dodger perspective and just kind of say, what the hell? I mean, you're going to win on pace to win over 100 games. You're going to have this unbelievable season, and you're going to be in a wild card game. You know, the equivalent in the NBA, it's you're the second-best record in the – uh, in the Western Conference, mm-hmm. and you're in a do-or-die game to just get into the playoffs? What the hell are you talking about? Like, that that part is absolutely ridiculous. But just look at it from a Giants perspective, Trav. What is their reward for having the best record in Major League Baseball? They're going to play – listen, yes, anything can happen in one-game playoff. I get that. But you're still going to expect the Dodgers to come out of there. They just get – they, they – they have everything you need for a setup for one game, even though mm. anything can happen. Even mm. though anything can happen, mm. it's I a know. weighted coin flip. It, it, it really is. It's it's a it's barely better than fifty fifty. Put it like put a it this way. Forty. Put it this way. You'd rather be. You'd rather have the Dodgers team than any of, other team out there in that course. one game playoff, and that's yes. that's the point I'm making. Okay. So with, with all that being said, here are the Giants. What is your reward for getting the Dodgers? To start the playoffs, like yeah. what? What is you just the you had the best record in Major League Baseball? You've been unbelievably um, overachieving all season long. No one has thought that you. You know, everybody's just kind of predicted when you're going to fold, and you have that type of a season. And oh, by the way, why don't you get the Dodgers to start things off after that wild card game? It, Explain to me the setup here. I, it, I don't it understand doesn't the setup. Ha- you're, you're right. You're right. But the same thing is true with it. If the Dodgers, let's say they win the division, the Giants go into the wild card and win. Same thing for the Dodgers. The Dodgers so, are like, wait. Same I, exact thing. I, I got to play a 100-win team in the first round? Mm-hmm. Look, I, I don't like when this pops up where people say, we need to rearrange the entire thing to solve a problem that only pops up once every 10 or 20 years. That, that doesn't seem like a good idea to me typically. But I think this is the example where it is a good idea, that – if I'm okay with the setup where you got to win your division, and if you don't win your division, you go into the wild card. I'm okay with that. You're you're okay with when you say you're okay with a wild card. You're okay with a one game playoff because I'm not okay I, with a one. I don't playoff. like it, but if that's the way it's going to be, that's the way it's going to be. If this is how we're going to do it, fine. Where I think you do need to, to juggle it 
is after that, we need to put, okay, who's got the best record? They're the number one. Who's the softest team? Okay, you're the number four. You're going to go in there, and then two and three will play each other. That way, you're going to make sure, or not make sure, you're going to give yourself a much better chance of getting the two best teams in Playing the Playing each League other team. later yes. in the playoffs. Yep. You don't take the, the, the Lakers and the Brooklyn Nets and have them play each other in the first sure. round of the playoffs. And that's mm-hmm. basically, I get it that they're on different conferences and they're in different leagues, so it's not a perfect example. But you're taking the teams with the two best records and pitting them against each other in the first round. That just seems like a really – it seems like a waste of an opportunity for baseball to get people to pay attention. Okay, I got a question for you. NFL plays one game for a reason. They only play 17 regular season games. So there's a reason why it's set up that way. You can't sit here and say, let's play a best of three mm-hmm. uh, in the first – okay, we know that. So NFL, it's structured that way. If there's one thing that people don't typically like about baseball is what do, you, what do people usually say about the regular season? You know, you're playing 162 games. Like, yeah. Why are you playing so many games? So after 162 games where everything is about this amount of games, everybody complaining about that schedule, you get one wild card game? That, that's the part that I have a difficulty understanding. It's, you, you know, you spent so much time where games isn't an issue because you're playing 162 of them. Oh, by the way, you're also playing 30 spring training games. Um, and then you get into this one-game playoff. I, listen, I know the players association the 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 uh, union for the players I think this deal goes through 2022 and then I'm sure there's going to be conversations about potentially changing the structure of the of the postseason baseball is a fantastic sport I get the history I get you're cramming in 162 games from a financial perspective but Trav that's one area I do think that can change for baseball, and it's only going to be better for the sport. Yeah, and I'm okay with that. Look, if if there's anything we got out of the pandemic that we were going through and continue to go through is that you realize you can shuffle this stuff up a little bit, and it's not the end of the world. Mm-hmm. We've got a runner at, the, at second base in extra innings during the regular season. The world is still turning. Baseball is still baseball. You've got a relief pitcher who's got to face three guys or in an inning. The world is still turning. Baseball is still baseball. You can throw these things in there. And say, hey, you know what? We're going to do a different first-round format. We're going to do a different – we're going to reseed. That Hopefully this opens the door to what you're talking about, that when they go back for that negotiation the next time, that, yeah, we, we because this baseball has done this – well, this is the way we did it back when um, Ted Williams was playing. So right. who cares? Who cares? Let's mix it up a little bit. There is a little bit of uh, breaking news right now. Breaking news on 710 is brought to you by Valvoline Instant Oil Change, home of the 15-minute drive-through oil change. Visit SoCalOilChange.com for locations and coupons today. Uh, like we talked about, Rondo is going to sign a one-year, $2.6 million deal with the Lakers upon clearing waivers today. So that uh, that is can just short we, of official. Can we trust Woj on that? Eh, he's all right. Can you trust Woj's tweet? I'm going to have to go on Twitter and see if anybody else has confirmed it before we go, go with Woj. He, he, he's, he's new, a little green, I, a little hey, inexperienced. There it is. You got three roster spots left. One of them is going to go to Rondo, and then there's still some chatter about DeAndre Jordan if he gets bought out from Brooklyn. So there's another interesting name around the Lakers. I heard Kevin Love, too. No, hard pass. Don't want to do that. All right, coming up in 15 minutes, the most important week of the season for the Dodgers, we will explain. But up next, it is Factor. That's Caps, Lee. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Yep, this is the one. <laughs> yep, that's the one. <laughs> that's the one you're in the in the Turkish club, whistles that, and glow sticks and uh, bobbing your that, head, on the moving plane, your feet. You know, people, there's a there's certain respect that you have. You throw headphones on. I don't throw headphones on when I play this song. <laughs> I played it 
six different times before we even took off from Istanbul. Everybody was up and dancing. Even the, I mean, even the, the cats thing. were dancing in their box. <laughs> 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 they were feeling it along the way. While you were gone, there was another yes. thing that happened. Here's another thing that Sliwa missed. Apparently, the Pac-12 decided that they were going to form an alliance with the Big Ten and the ACC, and it fill happened. Can you fill me in a little bit on this one? No, because that's the extent, of, there, the, that's the extent of the knowledge that everybody has. There, does, is there 58 no, teams in the conference? No, nobody knows what it means. Like, you think I'm kidding? No one knows what it means. They all said, it would be like if you and I said, you know, Al and I have decided that um, we're going to form an alliance. Yeah, well, what, what does that mean? Eh, just don't worry about it. We've got an alliance. Yeah, but, like, what are you going to do? Well, hey, hey, we got an alliance. <laughs> Nobody knows what it is. It's it the dumbest be, thing in the world. It's like all of our shows, like, we're all doing a show together, <laughs> and it's for nine hours or eight hours. Like, instead of... Hey, this is Travis and Sliwa is from this time, and then Mason and Ireland's going to be on, and Kellerman and Sedano. It's just putting everybody together, and it's like, so what does that even mean? We don't know. We're just going to use everybody. We're just going to keep calling it an alliance. It's it's the dumbest thing in the world. Travis Slee, it's brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. It's time for Factor Cap. Welcome back to Factor Cap, Alan. Yes. Can I get what your definition is of cap is again? Because I don't, I don't know if you forgot yeah. it over vacation. So it's a cap is <laughs> very similar to what you get when you graduate high school, right? So that's kind of it's. I'm going nowhere with this. I have, I have no idea. No close, idea. close. Uh, yeah, cap means false, not false. true, BS. Yep. <laughs> All right. First up, I'm going to play you guys a piece of sound. And I want to see if Travis, you're going to go first, if it's factor cap. All right, hit it, Taylor. Uh, Trey Turner, to me, has the best chance to win the MVP. And uh, the impact that he's had since he's gotten there has been phenomenal. So, hmm. is Trey Turner a good candidate for the NL MVP? Travis, factor cap. Absolutely a fact. It, 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 yeah, the, the way that you phrased it, Emily, that is he a good candidate? Yeah. He leads the he leads Major League Baseball in batting average. I believe he leads Major League Baseball in hits. He's been arguably the Dodgers' best player offensively since he's come over. He's the one guy that really has not kind of had the the ups and downs along the way. I think he's a fantastic candidate. Now, whether or not he wins it, I don't think so. I think that that's Fernando Tatis's award to win or lose. If he can get to the end of the line and keep playing, I think Tatis gets it. But if it's not him, it is wide open after that. I think Brandon Crawford for the Giants is in the mix, and Trey Turner is as good a pick as anybody else. All right, I'll go cap. If I ask you this, and I think you answered it, Trav, if you're going to pick one guy, are you picking Trey Turner? Off the Dodgers or out of the National League? Out of the National League. By the way, if I say on the Dodgers, would you say Max Muncy or would you say Trey Turner? I'd say Trey Turner right now because Muncy's cooled. Ever since the Dodger fans MVP MVP'd him, yeah. he's been ice cold since that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that 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 did not go his way. The, the best player on the Dodgers right now offensively is Trey Turner, and it's probably not that close. So I'm not a fan of, and I know this is part of it. And you guys were giving me uh, a little bit of grief because of this when we were talking about Otani a couple weeks ago. I'm not. I really think it matters of. If Tatis wins it and the Padres don't even make the playoffs because they collapsed over the last couple months of the season, that's a tough one to swallow. But, you know, you can make the same case with Otani, right? You can say, well, what? but Shohei's such a different 
beast right now. Yeah, he's, a, he's in a have, different category. He's in a different world. I don't think Trey Turner wins it. I would probably make more of a case that Muncie has been uh, – and, and I know it's not fair because Trey Turner's coming from the Nationals and he's only played so many games with the Dodgers, but I, I, don't, think, uh, I don't think he's winning MVP. All right, up next – Alan has worked yes. really hard on his Bellinger impression during his trip. Alan, is this factor cap? What's going on? Buck seventy. I, I Trav. I, I as you can tell, awful. <laughs> I definitely have not worked on it. <laughs> no, no, I definitely have not worked on it. First of all, you didn't answer the question. You didn't give us a factor cap, but that's but that that's probably your best I tried Bellinger playing impression it so off. far. I tried playing it off like I've been working on it. That was awful. C- Cody wouldn't have answered the question either. Yeah, no, it, it's look. That's the right the, the the part that you had at the end. What's going on? Hey, what's going on? That that is the perfect Cody Bellinger impression because I can only imagine that's what he's asking himself Wait as he's walking back to the dugout four times a night. Wait hey, what's going is, on? Is Justin pitching? Hey, Mookie, my swing look good to you right now. Why is what's Turner going? on the what's mound? Wait, there's two Turners and one of them's pitching. <laughs> I thought they both played the infield. I just can't do this. Yeah, no, that's it, it, it's your. I don't know if you worked on it or not, but it, yeah, it's sorry, still, Emily. Emily it was still spot on. That's probably my worst of all of them so far. Disagree. What else we got? What else? Strongly we got? disagree. All right, the Dodgers have a better chance of losing in the wild card than they do of going to the NLCS. Travis, is this factor cap? Cap. That's easy. I mean, they, they could lose in the wild card, but I, I, I don't think that they have a good chance of losing in the wild card. I think they've got a very good chance to go to the National League. I, I know that the, you, the easiest argument in the world for what I'm about to say is, that, yeah, they're not even in first place in division. I truly believe that the Dodgers are the best team in the National League. I believe that in my bones. So I think that they're going to go to the National League Championship Series, but beating the pot, or the uh, Giants in the first round, not, no joke. Somebody's getting screwed in that deal, and it bothers me. I don't like that at all, but I, I think that's cap. I'm with you. I'm with you, Trav. And I will say this as much as, you know, look, there's a lot of conversation around the Dodgers and we talk about the wild card, how risky it is. I still kind of just sit here and say maybe great's not the best word that they're going to win the division. Still got time. 31 games, two and a half back. You still get three against the uh, Giants. I'm not saying that the clock's not ticking. It is. But the last thing the Giants want to see, you know – Every giant player and fan, if the Dodgers are in a one-game wild card, will probably fly out to Los Angeles and just be a part of the crowd to just root against because they know if the Dodgers win that one game, the chances of beating the Dodgers in a long series is going to be tough. All right, I have one more. You should introduce yourself to the person next to you on a plane. Alan, Mm. is this fact or cap? I think that's fact. I think that uh, a quick hello, a quick, um, you know, hey, nice to meet you, something like that is always good. Kind of find it pretty cold when somebody takes a, even if it's a two-hour flight and you're sitting right next to somebody, you're literally sitting, you're sharing the same elbow space with the person to your right. I think a quick quick hello is the right way to do it, Trav. I got a feeling you're going to cap this. I, I flabbergasted. It's cap. Um, I would be Bro. horrified if I sat down next to somebody and they said, Hey, nice to meet you. My name's Bob, Bob Williams. Okay. Uh, from just uh, Bob Williams. I live, I live in Montebello. Where are you from? What's your name? Wait a minute. <laughs> what? Somebody made an introduction to you just yes. to say hello? Yes. And you're flabbergasted by yes. that? There are the very same thing that you have the problem with the cats, rightfully so, 
When I'm on the airplane, do not I, compare four cats yes. on a 13-hour flight to saying I, hello to somebody look. who's sitting right next to you that you might have to pass their water over I'll, I'll when the flight attendant comes back. That's fine. I'll do that. I'll do that willingly, and, and I'll, I'll make sure not to spill it on you. I'll hand it to you. No, we're not friends. We're never going to know each other from this moment forward. It's fine. Look, if we have to make an emergency landing somewhere and we end up living on a desert island, then you can know my name. Otherwise, let's just sit there quietly. You read your book. I'll read my book. I'll leave my headphones on. I'm the first thing I do. Down. The first leave thing I alone. do is I give them my business card and I ask for them to add me on LinkedIn. <laughs> it's the first thing I do. Every flight I get. No, on. I, I I would be very happy sitting there for eternity, not introducing myself to the person next to me. Unbelievable. Right. That's a, that is an easy one for me. All right. We're going to know whether or not the Dodgers, like you mentioned, Al, are going to wind up in that wild card game or not. Will we know one week from today? We'll tell you the answer to that. And the dump. It's all next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Can I tell you something, Al? What do you got? Everything in life should work as well as the tennis instant replay works. (laughs) It's the best thing in the world. Them and volleyball. (laughs) Yeah, right. Right? Hey, hey, I think that was in. Okay, go to the computer. Uh, nope, that was out. All right, keep it moving. It's go, the best. Yeah, Everything key. should be that's that. That's a key. Go to the computer. It <laughs> right. took 2.6 seconds. <laughs> what we don't need in replay is three referees on the floor, all who missed the call while it was live, okay? And then you got someone in Jersey trying to make a d- prediction as well. The computer yeah. doesn't get it wrong. That's oh. why we have replays. Everything in life should be tennis replay. Travis Lee is brought to you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear more driven. Okay, a week from today is going to be what? Is it the uh, August 3rd? Is that what? what no, I'm sorry, 3rd, September? September? What is it going to be? Something, Something like that. Whatever it is. Uh-huh. Are we going to know whether or not the Dodgers are going to be playing for the wild card or are they still in the hunt for the division title by then? Because it sure feels like it to me, Al. They play the Braves three times. Braves are good. Right, yep. they're throw, but the Dodgers are throwing their three best pitchers. And then they Giants, play the Giants. Got to go Brewers. Yep, Brewers. So Brewers. Brewers are really good. good. Right, really good. It just feels to me that by the time we're done with this week, they're going to have six. They're going to have twenty-five games left. Okay, that's that's not a lot of baseball left. And if they're sure. still say, let's say it's four or more. It feels like that's a wrap, and you start looking to get into that wild card. Not to get into it because you're into it, but you start setting up your rotation. You start resting guys to make sure that they're ready to go. Whatever it is you need to do to make sure that you're at your absolute best in that one-game situation, if it's more than four, I think you got to start looking at that. You know, I, I don't know if that's, if that's what the Dodgers will do, and I, I just say that because, you know, obviously they didn't go out and get Scherzer and Trey Turner to be sitting in a wild card game. That was a thought pro Remember we were talking about this when that trade went down? Mm-hmm. This wasn't a, hey, let's hope we avoid a wild card game. The problem is Giants keep winning. Obviously yep. they lost two or three against the Rockies, didn't help themselves even knowing the result of the game. So I wouldn't be surprised if we're two weeks left into the season, you got 12 games left, and let's say you're within – I agree, there's a certain number where you're like, all right, we're five back with two weeks ago, this ain't happening. But if you're three back – Three's I don't a little think different. you're throwing the Three's towel a little different. in. I, I don't know what that him. number is. That's the problem. But you don't play. You're going to need to have help from somewhere else. And to your point, when they made the deal for Scherzer and Turner, it felt like, okay, th- here we go. Yeah, and this it, is. It, there's no but, screwing around here. But right? here, here's the thing, Al. The, it did. They they went and they started playing great. The Dod, This last weekend aside, where they didn't play particularly well, since they've made that acquisition, Dodgers have been, been really, really sure, good. Sure. Really good. It's just that the Giants have been just as good. 
So I don't think you look at it like, okay, it hasn't, you know, we didn't get what we what we bought. We've gotten exactly what you bought. Trey Turner might win an MVP. He's the best player on your team right now. Max Scherzer has been essentially perfect since he's come over. Yeah. And it really hasn't put much of a dent in what the I Giants was, have done. I was That's say. why I think that four games is kind of a wrap. If it if it's four come Monday morning a week from today, I'm feeling wild card. That's why that's why it's surprising, and, and no one, you know, obviously every move it seems like the Dodgers have made has worked out for the most part, and certainly the trade deadline it was such an impactful. I mean, here's a perfect example: um, when they sweep the Padres, it was Scherzer that you know shuts out San Diego, mm-hmm. and that was the name that was at one point reported. Okay, he can end up with the Padres. So it just kind of it puts a stamp into this whole thing of like what an unbelievable deal, and, and I think you know what you bring up is a good point about ultimately at the end of the day, you're still two and a half back. It just kind of more shows that the Giants are the ones that it's less of what the Dodgers have done. It's more of what the Giants have done. September 12th, opening day for the Rams at Bears at SoFi Stadium, Sunday Night Football, standalone game. Cannot wait for it to get here. Mm -hmm. I think that the Rams are going to be really, really good. Can't wait to see Matthew Stafford and what he looks like in that offense. Can't wait to see all the Rams start. Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. All you got to do is go watch those preseason games. We have a great idea of this team. Is that not the weirdest thing in the world? I have no idea what it's going to look like. Those three preseason games, I get it for the guys that are trying to fight for jobs, but... I have no idea what this Rams team is going to look like after watching three preseason games because nobody played. They shouldn't have even come to the games. They should they just stay. Whitworth and Aaron Donald didn't on Saturday. They stayed home in L.A. Yeah, you know what? We're, we're going to go watch a movie. We're going to go see a movie. So <laughs> I can't. It's just kind of interfering with my schedule. McVay's like, don't worry about it. It's all good. You don't I, even I, have to come. I've asked Kirk and I asked DeMarco this, and they, they reassured me that Sean McVay knows exactly what it's going to look like. That he, mm-hmm. that he has been able to get his work done to get everything going, but – be ready by like week to seven. see a little of it, right? Kind of like to see just Matthew yeah. Stafford drop yeah. back and complete a pass during a, a when the scoreboard's on, when the lights are on, just one, just two, something like that. By the way, how much more anticipation does that make game one? How much week one, right? How much more anticipation does it make the first month of Rams football? You, you finally get to see how this is all going to work out. There's a good point too. Kirk made the, or, yeah, Kirk made the point on Saturday night that. Whatever it looks like early, don't get too caught up in it because sure. remember what it looked like early for Tampa in, in, with Tom Brady going over there? At the beginning, it's kind of, yeah, this doesn't look bad, but it doesn't look great. It doesn't look like this is the end-all, be-all to NFL football. But by the end of the season, they just went through and they tore through everybody in the postseason. So give it a little bit of time along the way. All right, right now it is time for the dump. How about this? It is finally out. Donda, Kanye's new record, Donda, was released, and the first track is just him saying the word Donda over and over again for a minute. So Donda, 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 Donda. So beautiful. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Taylor, do me a favor. Taylor, do me a favor. Start it over again. I want to get that beginning part again. Donda. Donda. Mm. It's so much better, too, the second time. Trav, why do you look frustrated over there? Don't look frustrated. The guy, he needed a full stadium to work on this. And I don't know if these are the results without him getting that opportunity to have a stadium and live there in one of the locker rooms for as long as he he did. This is the result of it. I I Donda care. 
I, I just, I, I don't care at all. <laughs> Did you ever see the producers? The, uh, the, the the player, the movie, or any of it? Okay, so the the general concept of it is they want to make the worst show ever so they can lose their money and collect <laughs> and all these. It, it, the idea is to put out awesome. just a trash okay. product yep. in an attempt to see how far you can push it. And, and oh, this kind of feels dare producers make a comparison. Right, Don't you just dare make a comparison. Kanye, it almost feels like he's like, you know what? I'm going to see if I can just have the same word repeated over and over again, and people will show up to listen. You know, to it. you know. Well, how, how far can I push you this? You Where people don't, are like, nah. Don't hate the player, hate the game. Oh, I don't Actually, blame hate, him. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. I hate both of them. <laughs> I hate the player and I hate the game. Like the fact that that's Kanye used to be, and maybe you know this is. Uh, I mean, people are still buying this. I don't know what the numbers are, so I don't Donda. know, you know, what it what it looks Donda. like or any Donda. of that stuff. Donda. Donda. That's Donda. Tra- that's pretty Donda. identical to what he did. It's it's pretty, it's out you there. You did it on a Comrex. <laughs> All right, Justin Reed of the Houston Texans. He's a safety. He kicked off to start the game. I think that's just awesome. I know that we've gotten kind of used to position players pitching in Major League Baseball and guys kind of fish out of water scenarios, but kicking is such a specific thing, and Justin Reed hit a bomb. It was a really good kick. I always find, you know, this is a perfect example you were talking about. We haven't seen anybody in any of these preseason games for the Rams, anybody of significance. Mm-hmm. It just Does this not just kind of show how insignificant the preseason is? It, well, it's such a different way. But of you have to do it. it. You have to do it, right? Like, I well, you have it. to do it because people are paying money to go to these games. People, that, you know, it's part of your season ticket packages. But you don't have to play. People are like, you watching preseason games? I have to. Okay, I know. <laughs> uh, like, aside from the Rams, are you going out of your way to see a Steeler game, or like, no. are you watching if it's on? I, I, I'll have a general curiosity for a thing here or there. Like, I want to see Trevor Lawrence play a little bit. I want to sure. see Justin Fields, Trey Lance. Sure. Like, there's a little bit of, of of curiosity, but as far as the games, no, not really. Mm-hmm. Do you want to do a four-hour post-game show moving forward for Rams in these preseason games? During the regular season, that's fine. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, the the game that we watched on Saturday night and watching and trying to find two hours worth of things to talk about with that, that was, was a little different. Like, yeah. that guy's going to be working at UPS in a week. That guy's going to be <laughs> fixing refrigerators in two weeks. Did you replay <laughs> the second hour of the post-game show? <laughs> We did not do that. We did not do that. All right, Jake Paul and uh, Tyron Woodley had yep. their fight. Jake Paul wins in a split decision. And tell me, you did not. Did you think Ali Foreman during the fourth in uh, the fourth inning <laughs> fourth in the fourth round. round, fourth round of that uh, that match? Did you think? You know what's funny? I, I, let me let me just say this about yeah. that. I, I this morning for how behind I am in sports. This morning, I go on ESPN. And the top of their headlines, right? You know, they have all seven, eight headlines over to the right. The top was Jake Paul, Tyrone Woodley. And I'm, I'm, I had to look at it a couple times. I'm like, are we talking about the same thing here? Uh, so, uh, yeah. and it's probably getting the clicks. And there probably is interest in it. I do like that there was finally a fighter Jake Paul fought where the size was the same. There were two dudes that uh, the guys same big, size. Jake, is it Paul Jake? I don't know. Whoever the blonde guy was. He, he's, he's a big guy. Like that, he, he's a big man, but the other guy was. I just was this I, big you know what, you, last you know week? Did, was, it, did, was it big on Friday leading up to the weekend? You, Alan, we're, we're we're failing here. We're we're failing. I have no we're, idea because I wasn't we're, here. We're discussing this like it's a real thing. Let's move on. But I wasn't here. Good. You consider yourself lucky. <laughs> consider yourself lucky. Can we play round five? The full. <laughs> we'll dip into Kellerman's show. The full. 
their fifth round. <laughs> I want to hear it. Speaking of preseason football, J.K. Dobbins of the Baltimore Ravens out for the season, ACL injury. Mm. That's why Sean McVay is like, you can, uh, you can go do whatever you want. I'm not playing any of my guys. Why? J.K. Dobbins is why. I get it. No, I get it. By the way, there was another one you had out there. Um, so is Cam Newton say he's the starter without Belichick saying he's the starter? Cam Newton said he is, according to his Instagram feed. But it's which, on. But it's on Instagram. If it's yeah. on Instagram, it's it. I, I look. He's going to be the starter for a minute or two. But Max, here, here's the the battle that I'm worried about. Okay, it's the Garoppolo Trey Lance battle. Trey Lance looks pretty good, Slee. Mm-hmm. He looks pretty good. The the Rams don't play the Niners for the first time until Week Ten. I don't need Trey Lance to be a part of my life by the time we get to uh, the 49ers. All right, well, we have uh, the regular season to worry about all the stuff, not the preseason. Uh, Lakers talk tonight, 7 yeah. to 9 p.m. Trav, uh, ESPN app or on iTunes. You could catch the full two hours of this show Monday through Friday. You could catch that on the app. I was going to make sure that you had your fastball still and you still knew how to do that. You nailed it out. Perfect. Travis Lee tomorrow morning, 8.55. We'll see you then. Donda, Donda.